Well, I guess I'm ready whenever. Yeah. I'm ready. Cool. Okay. Hello? Five? Four. Three. Two. And one! What? Hello world is a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. Welcome back to the happy hour. My name's David Oje, and I'm at MetalDave01 on Twitter.com. And I'm joined happy as always. Year. Happy New Year. Merry after Christmas. And I'm joined it's, by... It's um, Russian Christmas. It's Russian Christmas. Yay. I'm, Yay. I'm joined by Beth. <laughs> Hello. I'm at H-I-V-E-R-H-U-I-T on Twitter. And Veronica. Yeah, I am at C-H-I-L-E underscore Pepper on Twitter. And we are the Happy Hour at HappyHour on Twitter.com, who is not now not affiliated with uh, Big Head's media group. Big Head's... Oh, uh, was it that quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I already put in the paperwork and everything's fine. I got to send the guy another email back, uh, Mark there, who was very nice. And uh, I'll be touching base with them. But essentially, what was going on with that is that we thought, oh yeah, we'll be part of a podcast media group and, you know, maybe get some more listens out there, get some more uh, people onto the greatness that is obviously the, oops, excuse me, the happy hour. And um, it wasn't, uh, I don't know, it wasn't working out that much because it went too far afield from what we are doing. As you noticed, a lot of the podcasts that we featured on the happy hour, though we were, you know, uh, you know, grateful to share them, we're just, they were not uh, hockey guys, you know what I mean? And uh, if we want to share anything, I'm wandering around my room here at the moment. It's uh, to spread the gospel of hockey. And um, yeah. It also, was very flattering of them to ask us. We, we were yes. absolutely flattered. It was a great um, surprise, actually. Yeah. But, you know, we got that. So um, another thing is that we want to make it more Montreal-based as well. So, and that wasn't quite Big Head's thing, not that they were against it, but they weren't necessarily uh, built to accommodate that request of ours. Mm. So, that being said, we are now on our own again. On our own again. again. (sighs) It's so good to be on on our our own again. again. And we might as well be on the road again, given (laughs) how the Habs play at home. Because the Bell Center sucks. Well, I don't fucking blame them at this point. For fuck's sake. The Winnipeg Jets. So this is recording after the Winnipeg Jets game. They lost 3-2, uh, to two, I think was the decision. Another one goal game, which is, hey, all right, we only lost by one goal. We are leading the league in one goal game losses. Yeah. Enough. Out tonight. Enough. There's, it's just, uh, no. Yeah, no. No! This is the sixth game without a win. It's a six-game winless streak, which comes after our four-game loss streak. One overtime. You know, with the Penguins. Hooray! Another great call by the refs. And then a lot of bickering on Twitter about who's right and who's wrong. And essentially, the NHL rulebook is wrong, and the officials, as always, are wrong. I don't care if they're human! 
we have a billion dollar industry with all the technology and the bastard world that we live in and we have no idea how to call a play with whatever angle that we have and the angles that we do have are not great of course i'm talking about the overtime sort of kind of quote-unquote nudge in the crease contact in the crease that may or may not quote-unquote have stopped quote-unquote carry price from stopping the last goal regardless anyway what and, is there and Sherratt scored two goals yes against his former team <clears throat> yeah yeah <sighs> looking really handsome looking very handsome mm -hmm. hair looks Which amazing in between the periods it's uh it's his actually hair it's incredible yes. i wish my hair looked like that at any time let alone <laughs> after taking... i love your hair my hair yes oh my lord oh my lord oh my lord Walking around again because I lost something when I fucking throw it. Take it. Well, don't throw things. Yeah, well, it's my nice pen. <laughs> I thought I threw it in such a place where it would just come back to me. That is incorrect. It's not a, it's not a boomerang. It is now gone. My favorite pen. You'll find it. You'll find it. Eventually. There is no god. David. <sighs> anyway. <sighs> Beth and I, we were thinking that we could just talk about how handsome our players are. For real, though. We have and a, our GM. We have the a, the best-looking team in the NHL right now. Oh, my God. And did you see the photos today circulating about um, Romanov? Are we oh, my God. One of the cutest smile? players. Oh, <laughs> my Lord. He was just like... It was like he, he was just on vacation having the time of his life or something. Ugh. I need like him Adorable. and Lekkonen and KK and Cole Caulfield to just oh, all stand Lord. next to each other and just smile. <laughs> They're like a so... toothpaste dad. Yes! What do you do? Oh, I, I'm a hockey player and I toothpaste model on the side. <laughs> Romanov named a player yes. of the tournament at the World Junior Championship. Good job, kid. Probably suffered a broken hand, which is why he wasn't shaking hands on the handshake line after the game to defeat against uh, Canada. Three-goal comeback from Team Canada to win gold again. A lot of stipulation about the <laughs> the out-of-puck play, the out-of-brink play. Thank God for the camera that saved the six-on-three. Oh, for God's sake. <sighs> the, Do you know what I saw? The IIHF rules are different and blah, blah, blah. Fucking whatever. Do Doesn't guys... matter. There is no God. I don't follow him because he's a little too intense. He's got Who? way too much anger. Slava Malamud. I have no idea who that is. So he is a Russian like hockey analyst commentator. Uh-huh. Loathes Vladimir Putin. <clears throat> and Alex Ovechkin. Oh, he really hates Alex Ovechkin. Holy shit. He went on a diatribe one time. But this isn't about that. He, I, I just, like, you know how when, you know what I fucking hate about Twitter is when they'll, when they'll put somebody's tweet onto your timeline that you don't follow just because people that you follow liked that tweet. Agreed. Twitter, yeah. get your... I, 
fucking. Ugh. If I wanted to follow that person, I would. We should have just stopped at Live Journal. That's it. Like that. <laughs> that should have been the 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 what's the word? The uh the the um, the watermark, the, the watershed. What's that? Moment? Yeah, that should have been the um the watershed moment of social media, live journal, and that's it. And then I don't even know what that is. And then MSN groups and um aim uh chat rooms, and then that's it. Everything else should have just never happened. Cause look at the mess <laughs> we are in now. We wouldn't know each other. Yes, yeah, we would not know each other, but we also wouldn't know the rise of fascism as we know it today. Yeah. So I oh. would I would take that, unfortunately. I'm completely and entirely deleting my Facebook account. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Because fuck idea. Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, he's a um, piece of shit. Yeah, he's whatever. Um, okay, so Slava Malamud yeah. today, this is completely, well, it's hockey-related-ish. He tweeted out today that... Oh, I love that guy! He's, he's... He worries me sometimes, but he he can he can do really he can he has good content sometimes too. But he was tweeting out to either uh, maybe today or yesterday doesn't matter that during yesterday's gold medal game, which they showed on Channel One in Russia. Oh yes, this is a good thread. And I read this. So the Russian state TV also aired simultaneously the 2011 oh. hockey game where they won where russia won i saw that thread okay yeah that's and uh that's a golden were one fooled. <laughs> thinking that russia won five to three or whatever and people were tweeting out yeah you know, and we then did it to canada yes and it was like a a, a, a nine-year-old game like with players like Kuznetsov and the like. And he was just saying that. And like in... Tarasenko and. Yes! Isn't that. It's just. It... It... No. It... Oh, just this. The politics of confusion. Yes. Because the because people be in Russia don't care about hockey unless that's with politics. Uh, according to Slava Malik, according yes. to the According to the thread. Yeah. Anyway, I just thought that that was like incredible, oh. right? Yeah. Yeah, that's unfortunate for uh, the people of Russia and around the world that you know buy into social media like they do. It was on TV though. That buy into state-run programs like they do. Right. Like Fox. Uh... <clears throat> anyway, so back to hockey, I guess, which is has nothing to do with. Fox News Network. <laughs> Harvey Weinstein's going to jail forever. Okay, so yes. now let's 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 talk about the Habs and uh, how much I'm sick of watching them at this point of the year. The Habs I really enjoyed today's game. Today's game was a good game, and then they lost. Same. So yeah, they haven't won so a good. game since before Christmas Eve Eve, which was against uh, the, the Jets. And that was two weeks ago. In the two weeks since, one point out of a possible, oh, I don't know, 12? Right? One, two, three, four, five. Yes! 12 points possible and one to show for it. It's not that... 
there's nothing to say. The defense is bad. Tantamount to a play that happened tonight against the Winnipeg Jets. The Habs are on the power play. Decent looking power play. Kale Fleury bobbles the puck. No, no, actually, that was a different play. It's not quite Kale Fleury's fault, but not great. Oh, an errant pass by Nick Suzuki to Thomas Tatar at the blue line leads to a two on zero against Carey Price on a power play. And of course, they score shorthanded. And it's just. And then after that, it was all Habs, according to Dan Robertson. And it was all Habs. But what's great about the Habs is that they can't finish. One goal difference in that game. You can talk about how much fight they have, and that's great. Doesn't win games. And I, I don't know what to say about it. Tomorrow, they're going to be up against the Detroit Red Wings, and we're 0-2 on them in the season. And since November, what, 21st? Detroit has went like went like 3-17 and, I don't know, something else. Two of those wins against the Habs for them. They are the worst team in hockey, and we were up against the worst penalty kill in hockey when they scored that shorthanded goal. It is an abortion of tactics. It just, I can't, I don't know what to say. I don't know what it is. Luck? Talent? Another thing that I heard on the radio today when I was um, driving home in one flurry, uh, no pun intended, Dan literally said if the ha- if the Habs didn't have bad luck, they'd have no luck at all. Yep, that's a good point. Sometimes it's sometimes it's luck. How many children are playing? How many children do we have playing? Lots of kiddos. Yeah, yep. they're kiddos. Yeah, Brianna D. Um, one of my favorites on Twitter, she said, she replied to you, Dave, and said, well, yes, <laughs> they're missing half of their top two lines. And that's just reality. And considering all of that, that they're not getting, like, shut out is encouraging. Um, I know that everybody wants the season to be over and, and or, or, or a lot of people are, and they just, you know... A, Season's over, no playoffs, not going to make it, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Toronto just lost tonight. Yeah, after going on a nine-game winning streak. Yeah. 9-0-1, and, and the fucking fan base over there is collapsing because Connor McDavid made them look like a bunch of limp dicks out there on the ice. <clears throat> thank God. Oh, thank so, God for Connor McDavid. So what I... <laughs> So what I was, yes, seriously, what a beautiful player he is. Um, what I was about to say is we are nine points behind Toronto. And are we just going to assume that they're just going to win the rest of their games? Are we just going to assume that they're not going to lose any games and the Habs are never going to win again and Toronto's never going to lose again? I feel like, like, like it's that, that loser mentality in years. that drives me crazy. But, I mean, luckily, and Claude Julien was saying it today after the game as well, that after they went down 3-1, to one, they were saying on the bench, we're not quitting. And they didn't. And 
I, I really believe that their youth is showing. Um, it's very rare that you see Nick Suzuki make a mistake, but he made a couple <laughs> that I saw. Um, I mean, what are we going to do? Brandon Gallagher, Yoel Armia, Paul Byron. Who am I missing? Jonathan Drouin. Jonathan Drouin? And all of those. We're we're playing with a kindergarten (laughs) roster. And we're not getting killed. And I don't know. I just, I, I don't think that with half the season left, it's time for everybody to quit. I, I just, I don't. Like, if you quit, you're not going to succeed. You quit, that means it's over. And I'm just very glad that none of these guys have that in them. Uh, I mean, with Mark Bergevin going out and getting a, a, a Kovalchuk and who am I thinking of? Scandella. Scandella. Oh. <clears throat> I was thinking of his first name, not his last name. Marco. Like that's that, that, Marco. That's not quitting either. He's also very handsome. Jesus. Um, yeah, that's not quitting either. I mean, we can we can be frustrated and angry and everything like that after a loss, especially on a losing streak. But I mean, this is where you kind of see who is going to go into battle with you and who to leave behind. And I don't think that these guys have any give up in them. And even Bob McKenzie this morning was saying, sure, people in Montreal can be pessimistic all they want. Um, Like the attitude in Montreal right now is very negative, but they just have to string a few wins together. I mean, it sounds it sounds very easy, but it is that simple. Only a few. And just find a way to hang on somehow until we get our reinforcements back. Mind you, only a few games because the Habs haven't won four in a row in two years. Yeah. <sighs> Brian is right, and she did reply to me. And she made a very succinct point. But I also thought that I had a succinct point in saying that the defense was never that good to begin with. And that's a bit of a surprise coming off of last season. Because the whole flip-flop in the special teams was also quite a surprise. Which is actually getting better now. Both of the special teams are getting better. They're on the upswing. Despite our missing roster. Now, let's talk about that for a second, though. Marco Scandella comes over to Le Canadien de Montréal, and it is his childhood dream to play for the Habs. Unfortunately, we haven't been able to get a win for him. Uh, We uh, traded a fourth-round pick to the Buffalo Sabres, and that fourth-round pick, oh, fine by me, because Scandella looks fine on the second pairing. And I think the Habs still have three fourth-round picks. Yeah, they got after trading that one away. They're fine for a while. There, yeah, so they're okay. So welcome to the club, Marco Scandella. Did you see at his first game, his mom and like his like girl was that his girlfriend? 
I don't know if it was his was girlfriend or his him? sister. I don't know. I don't know. But his mom was wiping her eyes. They were crying. It was like, great. Oh. Yes, that is incredible. And he's a hell of a player. Rarely makes mistakes. Ever. Now with him in, that means that Kulak is out. But more importantly, we'll get to Kulak again in a second. Scandella is also the nephew of one Sergio Momesso. Not a friend of the podcast, but a friend in our hearts. <laughs> he's my friend. Yes. Made friends in Vancouver. I uh, played against him in the fantasy camp. He doesn't know who I am. Nope. <laughs> not a exist. not a shred. It's okay though. We will find him when we're in Montreal. Next oh, we week. will. We will. <laughs> we'll be like, um, John, please, can you just bring Sergio with you for a moment? Thank you. <laughs> So, welcome to the team, Marco Scandella, and he's going to be, I think he's going to be a solid guy on the second pairing with Petrie, because, yeah, they're they're fine, as far as I can tell. But, the oh yeah, and there was another trade as well. We traded a fifth round pick. No, no, we did not. We traded Mike Riley away, so everyone that hates Mike Riley, see you later, bye. We traded him for an Andrew Sturts. And a fifth-round pick in 2021. Sturtz. So, Mr. Sturtz, I believe, is in Laval. Yeah, yeah, he's Sturtzy. definitely in Laval. Is it Sturtzy? Apparently. Oh, no oh. kidding. Okay. Okay. I got a few replies when I was like, uh, who is this guy? That's <laughs> just, that's the easy, take the easy way out. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, so he's uh, going to be in the AHL. I have no idea who he is. I didn't, you know even bother to look him up unfortunately because on friday the morning of friday the something the third it was a new yes. year it's time to help out the habs because after uh let's see after a loss one second yeah after a loss to the wait wait let's 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 bring it back so we win against the jets lose against the lightning on saturday uh, lose against the Panthers Sunday, lose against the Hurricanes on the 31st, New Year's Eve, lose against the Lightning on Thursday the 2nd, Friday the 3rd happens, and the Habs announced that they have signed former first overall in 2001 for the Atlanta Thrashers, Ilya Kovalchuk. Is now a hab. I actually got to double check uh, the year on that one. Uh, two way league minimum. On yeah, the... it was 2001. Good. 2001, first overall. And for the league minimum, $700,000. Two way contract. It was widely speculated, or at least widely reported, that when uh, Kovalchuk's contract was tore up in LA, uh, he wanted, he would only play for a contender. Well, that's an interesting thing for him to say. Let me actually play for the Habs. And apparent, well, apparently the offers weren't coming. Exactly. So, so. and with that being said, this kind of came about because um, what happened in the past week? I believe we had another injury uh, at some point. Uh, was Riley Barber injured? Right? Or did he just get sent down and I we think it brought just got up sent down. and then we yeah. brought up Dale Weiss? He's in the lineup. That is how hobbled the Habs are. As happy as we are to have Dutch Gretzky on the team, 
we had to bring him up to the club. And he's been playing decent. He's fine. He's fine yeah. on the fourth line with Thompson. Granted, I don't understand why Nate Thompson's double shifting the last few minutes when we're down by a goal. That's... But yeah, I just I guess it's because he's so strong. I don't know because he can create a lot of havoc, right? Might he's well... not afraid to get his nose dirty. Might as well have the kids play havoc. I mean. Just put Paling in for him because he's getting so much better every game. Yeah. Paling, Suzuki, Kotka, Kale. Put Weber out there and Ilya. Kovalchuk, for fuck's sake. And Lekkonen out there for going to go six man against the five. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. Just something has to happen. I don't know what. I don't know what. Now, Kovalchuk, his first game as a hab. Hello. I slots know. in as a first line player. I don't think he was doing that on the Kings. I don't know for certain because I don't give a fuck about West Conference teams. Sorry. Um, but yeah, he he looked fine. More than fine on the first line. And as it was mentioned on the TV broadcast, he wasn't going off on his own. He was playing the system. And the system played back. I mean, he had some chances. He had like, what was it, two, three shots on goal? He ended the night on a plus two. Plus two? He four, played four shots, goalie. And an assist. So he got his first game, first point as a hab. Ilya Kovalchuk. Six hits and look at this. Uh, 1925. Yeah. Whoa. Played most of the game. Time. Played most of the game. And did How not look... He? Ilya Kovalchuk 36? is 36. He is the oldest oh. man on the team, I think. Oh, he's older yes. than... Is he older than Weber? Nate Thompson is the oldest. Thompson. We got... Oh, I forgot about that. We got three grandpas. Three grandpas and all the little ones. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, I just yeah, mean it's a party, because grandpas like to party. <laughs> oh, if fucking Ilya Kovalchuk, I bet, can party. Holy I, Christ. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And he was like, I don't know. He he was he didn't look slow. No, but he looked hungry. He, he did looked engaged when he was yeah. talking to his teammates. He's not he's not there. Uh, sort of like you you could. I mean, I don't know the player or the man or the person at all. But you could maybe not have been surprised if he had the kind of attitude like. Well, I'm here to save the day and, you know, I'm former first overall, whatever. Yeah. He's just like in there with his teammates. I think he'd also, um, I know that he also commented that he was really thrilled with um, how the team has welcomed him, the players and how everybody's just so cool. Did you see that he gave Kulak a Rolex? Okay. Yes. Yeah. So that's a, the other thing about Kulak to mention is that not only does Kulak get put on as a healthy <laughs> scratch, he also loses his number 17. Yeah. Now for that, Kovalchuk apparently bought Kulak, which is his birthday today. Happy birthday, Kulak. Oh, happy birthday, Brett Kulak. Happy birthday, Brett. Here's a watch. Yeah, you can sit the game. Um, But it's an engraved Rolex at uh, Kovalchuk. And I'm sure Kovalchuk was like, here, take this kid. Because Kovalchuk has made bank in his lifetime as a hockey player. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. Um, Good for him. And so Kulak, he is 
now going to wear the number 77. And he said it's because his favorite number is seven. And when you look at his Twitter handle, it's Brett Kulak 61. So it looks like he just wants to add up to a seven somehow. Mm-hmm. He wants something mm-hmm. seven related in his numbers. So I don't think he was too torn up about it. And I think it was very classy gesture on his part. I thought that there was something with the number 17 with Kulak. I tried looking for the story, but I might be thinking of another team, but I don't know. I can't think of it. You might be because I, I he did say um, on the weekend that seven is his favorite number. And like, you know, if his former number was 61, it just doesn't seem like he was too tied to the number 17 in particular. Yeah. Because now he's double seven. Good. That's kind of like what Gretzky did. Loves number nine. Decided to wear two of them. Sidney Crosby, such a such a dweeb. Uh oh. His birth year. Oh. He's so superstitious. Oh my god. Eighty-seven is his birth year. His contract, eight point seven million. Mm-hmm. Another hmm. weird thing about the penguins and numbers is that Evgeny Malkin's first son weighed at seven pounds, one ounce. He is number 71. Whoa. Whoa. I'm pretty sure that's what happened, right? Yeah, I think that's what it was. Um, Maurice Richard used to wear the number 15 until his first child was born, a daughter who weighed nine pounds. Uh-oh. Then he came in and he said, I want to wear that number. And they said, whatever you want. <laughs> That sounds about right. So, so that's, um, so yeah, this is the new look Habs. While Gallagher is, um, I'm getting some updates from Mr. John Liu. Not personally, I'm just reading him on Twitter. Um, Gallagher (laughs) is, you're lying. Gallagher (laughs) is traveling with the team to Detroit, not to play though. No. But good, uh, good on him. Yes. Um, Price is angry, which is good. Uh, Of course, one would expect him to be angry, given how things are. Because he's been—he had a bad couple games, which goalies are allowed to have. (sighs) And then he's really picked it up in the past week, which is good too. Yeah, I didn't see the first period. I listened to it. It Sounded like. I guess it was in the second period that Winnipeg started scoring. Yes. But um, from what I saw after I got home, these guys are, they're going to battle. So that's good. Yes. Like, I, I understand being frustrated and being angry, but I, I personally just cannot give up. Like there, I know there's so many more games left to watch, and is will it have to make playoffs? I don't know. It's not probable, looking at numbers and stats and logistics and whatever. But that doesn't mean I'm not gonna watch this team and be excited when they well, win or when they do things. Yeah, when you look at stats and probabilities and all of that stuff, we were instructed this past summer by the stats community that Ben Chirot sucks. Yeah, that's going to be terrible um, for the Habs. That's been proven wrong, 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 And neither of those things are true. 
He and they so, that pairing had yeah. one bad game recently, and that's it. Yeah, they were. I yeah, think it was against Tampa that they were just. Yeah, that's it. Just bagged. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's allowed too. That's when your teammates around you. That's like Arturi Lekkonen scored two goals on Saturday night. <laughs> and then tonight, Ben Sherratt got two. Yep. And I heard, I have not verified this, but I heard that like he's never scored two goals in a game before tonight. And against his former team, too. How nice. Unfortunately, they didn't get the win, but on to tomorrow. Yeah. Detroit. And so, I mean, that's, we don't have we don't have a crystal ball. I know that everybody likes to act like that. I can't even. I honestly, um, I can't look at Twitter during the game anymore because no matter what happens, the fans just. Oh, that's it. That's the game. That's the season. Oh, that's it. We're gonna lose tonight. Oh, that's it. It's just like fuck. Uh, how do you stand yourself? I hope you're not like this in real life. I wouldn't Jesus want to Christ. go to a game with you. I wouldn't want to go to a game with you. I'm not going to hire you. I'm never going to choose you to be on my team because you suck. And on Saturday, um, on Saturday night, I actually called into the post-game show. Was it Saturday or Friday or one of these games? Thursday, Saturday. I, well, I called into I the know. post-game show on TSN 690 with Mitch Gallo and Joey Alfieri. And in the first period, after they came, after their road trip, road trip they've been playing on the road for weeks now, um, when they first came back to the Bell Center, they were booed by the Bell Center. Well, the yeah, first... because their power play was terrible. Yes. Uh, uh, yes, their power play was bad. But they got booed. By their hometown fans. Yeah, but you're and talking it's no about. Wonder they like to be they they like to play on the road because they're appreciated when they're not at home. I, it's happened so often um, this season even that the Bell Center is just like, why do you fucking why do you go? Do you know what the fan? They're supposed you're supposed to be supportive and 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 yeah, and propping up your. Team. I'll take your tickets. I'll take your fucking ticket, man. And so that's what I was saying to Mitch and Joey, and they both agreed with me that that sucked that they did that. And I know that in a lot of, you know, in some circles in Montreal, they like to think that they're above it all and they're not going to just cheer for the for the sake of it. But, I mean, you go to a soccer game in Europe, in Chile, in Peru, in Argentina, Brazil, wherever, they're crowd shows up to be that seventh player oh my god so i went i i fucking hate it i have i have an experience with that so i went to watch an impact game when i was um up in montreal at some weekend and it was the impact versus the dc team whatever it is i don't follow um uh, i don't follow mls all that often and uh you're correct there was the one section there that is all in on the team and they were down three nothing at the half and i left that section because i couldn't do it because they were um <laughs> they were playing fucking awful the impact and i'm like well i'm just gonna have myself a beer in another section see you guys later <laughs> but good on well, them good on them i did it yeah. for the first half and then i'm like i ugh, they're not coming back and then went went back further 
Just whatever. I don't have the fucking energy for that. I'm just going to sit there, eat poutine, and drink beer now. What happened? So, okay. What happens then, Dave, in February? Oh, I'm going to be yeah, fucking angry along? as usual. <laughs> Poor um, Jess Habs and I went to a game and they lost, of course. And I'm sitting there with her in the lower bowl and I'm like, this is bad. I didn't leave. I just stayed there and drank more beer, but I wasn't having a good time. Well, it's not it's not necessarily cheering them when they're playing badly. It's just like go Habs, go. Yeah, noise. Get, get, get the building, make noise. Be like like we were Beth in Vancouver. Yeah, the way the crowd was in Calgary, or the way the crowd was in Edmonton, or the way the crowd was in Winnipeg. It's no wonder they like to go on the road because the crowd is actually cheering them on and supporting them. And goal against. Get it back. Don't quit. And these guys, I honestly, it's, I think it was at the end of the last season where I just thought, I hope all of these guys get traded to a fan base that can appreciate them. And then that is um, um, nothing against all of our listeners, obviously, but it's just like, come on, you guys. <laughs> I don't understand. How, how do you expect them to be better when you're shitting on them and constantly reminding them that they're disappointing to you or that you know your grandmother could have made that save or whatever fucking Stu Cowan on Saturday night when he was on Twitter talking about oh Carrie wouldn't talk to the media after he just wanted his juicy little sound bite or he wanted to be able to ask some smart ass question I would be yeah. fine every night if I were an actual player in the NHL <laughs> I would be fined. I would, they would be, love talking to you. They I would be smarmy Dave. Have to say, I would be benched. I would be going into hearings of the NHL front office. <laughs> I'd be telling them all, "Well, your refs suck, and the media in Montreal are a bunch of fucking fuckbags." Most of them. <laughs> they would make a movie. It'd be like Goon, but something else because you. It'd be like whatever you said. More like Big Mouth or something. <laughs> I mean, one of the one of the greatest <gasps> moments of hockey in the past decade. I'm talking, you know, of course, the now ended 2010s was when Phil Kessel turned on the Toronto media, and you know he was traded soon after, and then won two cups. Mm. So <laughs> he, because yeah. they were going after Dion Phaneuf, and I'm not a defender of Dion Phaneuf in any way, shape, or form. However. Phil was like, you guys, you know, he's talking yeah. to the media after whatever scrum after they got killed after one game. He's like, if you guys weren't so blah, 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 blah against Dion and blah, 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 blah. And then he walked out or whatever the hell it was. I was like, holy shit. Phil Kessel took him to task. Then he gets yeah. traded because his hot dog stand went away and the rest of his history. <laughs> Two cups um, for Phil the Thrill. Yep. Phil the Thrill. God bless him. Um, speaking of media... Nothing happened to Philip Deneau um, after his comments the other night. Yeah, interesting about the refereeing. Yeah, it's um, it's it's a lot more. Coaches now, players with Deneau are starting to uh, talk about that a bit more, aren't they? Yeah. Maybe because uh... it was Trots first, and then. <laughs> Fucking Trots. So. Apparently now every torts. game or torts yeah. Apparently now, torts. That's what I meant. 
Yeah, yeah Tortorella. And apparently now every game yeah, no, since somebody them... said it before Tortorella and got a fine. Also? Who? I think so. I can't. It was a couple weeks ago. Well, I know that Claude Julian, there's no love lost there, and we never got a call again. Nope. Ever since he's been, ever since he complained about the rest, it's just, it's maddening there's, how, how they control. There's some sort the of stat about how the Habs have like the least calls against or whatever the hell it is. I don't yeah. Know. Regardless, or whatever the, the, the thing is, we have the less power play time or some nonsense. But it's kind of funny because ever since uh, Tortorella opened up about the clock thing, People have noticed that almost every night there's a game where they have to take like a few, like a minute to review what the clock was. So oh. <laughs> it's kind of funny. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, well, Philippe Dano specifically said on Saturday he was referring to um, the overtime goal. Yep, yep. How how it's decided in Toronto? That was his little his little remark there that came Hi, sorry. that I enjoyed so much. Cool. Yep. Yep. Welcome back, because Beth. Because I'm always like, oh sure, let's ask Toronto. Toronto. Like fuck. But that that was the the, the little comment that he made that I uh, I really enjoyed because, um, I mean, yes, fine. The way that the way that they determined that that was a good goal, but it's just like you never know what it's going to be. Somebody gets pushed. Felipe Dano gets pushed into a goalie, and goals get called off. Or Lekkonen gets pushed into a goalie, and a goal gets called off. Somebody kicks Carey Price's leg, but it's a good goal. So there's just sort of no nobody knows how they're going to decide because there's no consistency applied. And then they trot out their fucking page long of rules that whatever don't make any sense based on this. Like there's just no consistency and every, you never know. And at some point they're just going to be calling all the goals back. Honestly, <clears throat> they should just have wizards of the coast be the, HQ of a uh, where refs call because like that rule book reads like a D&D &D manual. Yes. <laughs> and I mean <laughs> if you get any freaking guy that knows his D&D &D reading through the rules and he goes to review <laughs> oh, a call, he'll be like, okay. "No, you're wrong. It's this." On your Marcus. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Yeah. Perfect. D&D guy. Oh. But were you guys talking about the goal that was offside that we got and it wasn't called? No, that... the overtime goal against the Penguins. I or was the one tonight. I know, uh, I, but we were talking about one. the the Penguins overtime goal. Yeah, because of oh. what Philippe Dano oh, said. Oh. Yeah. After that game. But at least we got a point. I actually hung. Yeah. yeah. I actually hung up because I was trying to get to Google on my phone to look up who it was that I was thinking of, but I couldn't find it. But I could have. <laughs> I thought that there was somebody else who was fined earlier this season for comments. Um, I don't think so. Not a not a coach, I don't think. I mean, the Dallas coach was fired was, yeah. for being a drunk, so. No, well, was, I don't think that. it was because he's an alcoholic. There had to mm -hmm. have been something that happened. There was some code of conduct thing. He um he released a statement. Yeah, no, I know that he's going into rehab and he's um oh. he's getting help, but I don't think it's 
specifically because of alcoholism. I must have uh, read that wrong. That's my bad. Yeah. So, like he said, um, you know, basically that the the club made the right decision and that he's getting the help that he needs and he feels bad for his, um, you know, letting down his family and doing all that stuff. But he's yeah. taking the right steps now. Yes, he is. Um, to deal with his illness. Mm -hmm. And but I don't think like it was specifically some sort of code of conduct thing. Okay, interesting. I mean, guys drink, right? So ah, yeah. Oh, buddy. Because he drinks too much, he he got fired. Anyway, um, the second thing that I just wanted to mention to highlight tonight, uh, what you were saying, um, David, about John Lou's tweet about Carrie being mad. What he said is, yes, he's frustrated. And he's just not going to let the negative attitude. He's just going to ignore the negative attitudes. And that's why I said, I'm glad he doesn't look at Twitter. Mm -hmm. but, and it just reminded me of what Andrew Shaw said last, last year. Negativity is contagious. And so, and I mean, uh, granted, I think that a lot of the fan base is kind of, you know how, like, they're just quitters. <laughs> And so they think maybe we'll get a chance or maybe we'll get Lafreniere. But Mitch Gallo pointed out, even if you become the worst team in the league and finish dead last, Colorado. you might not get Lafreniere. Yep. You might not win the lottery. Lottery's a lottery. <laughs> However, and we so... are talking about Canadians and they are prolific gamblers. <laughs> As, yes. So anyway, it's just like the negativity, like, you know, like I was, I brought up the, the, the example last year about how at work, you know, at, at my job, we take a lot of time and we're really careful about who we bring in. Like if I had somebody next to me as like, well, might as well give up 42 games left in the season. We're just never going to do it. I'd be like, you're fired. Get the fuck out. I don't want you around. Because you need you need a collective of we can do this and let's just do it. And they might not win a game for the rest of the season. But as long as they have that attitude of we want to win and we're trying to win, I'm fine. Yep. So you don't win the Stanley Cup every year, but I fucking want playoffs. I want playoffs for this group of guys, and I want their um, bigger guns to get back, get healthy. Brenda Gallagher is traveling with the team to Detroit. I just, I just want them to get back together again. And just cause like, it's just, they've kind of been like patching holes and putting band-aids and, and, and trying to do with what they have. And we forget that their best, their better players are all injured right now. And we're playing with a roster of, children if they're not yes. children they're old oh, teenagers you know oh. what i mean like oh yes <laughs> so i don't know it's just it's just like the defeatist attitude i tried listening to the radio today a few times and i couldn't because everybody's just talking about it's over it's over that's just <clears> the collective <throat> attitude so i'm just like well I, i'm not gonna listen to this then if it's over i'm not listening to you guys anymore i'm gonna be in my own head <laughs> Veronica, and... we can do a pirate radio show. <laughs> yes. I'm going to be in my own head, and I'm going to be behind these guys because they don't 
look like they're ready to quit. Everybody else can quit. But I'm I'm taking all of these guys on my team and all the quitters. You go, you guys can go and have your own club because that's where you enjoy being anyway. So we're talking about um, teams tanking. Say the Habs don't win the rest of their games, which isn't going to happen. But currently, the Sens are third to last in the league and are still closer to a playoff spot than they are to last place. That's how bad Detroit is. And the and the Devils. Where's where? How are the Devils doing? Um. Well, let me just get depressed for a friend of mine right here. <laughs> oh, Chris. No, Sam. No, not Chris. That's oh, he's Ottawa. Yeah, he's out. I thought I saw something on Twitter the other day about how. I don't know. Somebody was saying the Devils are back or something like that. Oh, I was like, seriously? No, they're not. So the Devils no, okay. <laughs> have, um, granted, they're only nine points behind. No, they're only seven points behind the Habs. But Detroit, uh, New Jersey has 36 points and Detroit has 23 points. Ten wins, 30 losses, three OT. Hey, the Habs are in 24th. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. And two weeks ago, they were in third in the division. Yeah, mm. it's weird losing games by one point, one goal. Yeah. Interesting piece of work there. Yep. I have interesting news if we would like to not be sad for a second. I'm not sad. I'm not I'm sad not either. Sad. Nope. Vancouver's uh, on a seven-game winning streak. Okay, now I'm going to get a drink. I'll be right back. <laughs> BRB. Uh, okay. What so, were you gonna say, Beth? Do, okay. So, um, I don't. I don't think we talked about this, but uh, Christian Foline was put on waivers yesterday. Cleared. Um, and then, and cleared them, and was assigned to the Rocket today. Did you That's know? Right. I did. I didn't know this. Did you know that uh, before he got to the Rocket today? Um, they only had one right-handed defenseman, and that was Josh Brook. No. Yes. They, um, Xavier Willette and Evan McEnany have been, have been left-handed defensemen playing on the right side for them. So, Feline <laughs> going to the Rocket adds another right-handed defenseman, um, and... McEnany is playing in the NHL on a professional tryout, so it is likely that Foline will replace him, which means we let will likely still play on the right-hand side, and then they'll have Brooke and Foline as the natural right-handers. I was like, wow, how are people not talking about this? I don't know. Maybe, I guess, I don't know if that's, like, more of a phenomenon to me, but I thought that was quite interesting when i read that today that is interesting yes considering i mean i guess it's, it's a development league right so yeah the they HL, just kind of but... take what they get and yeah they're like all right there you go <laughs> here's Somebody the plan here yeah it's like when you play like timbits hockey and you're like all right we need a goalie who's doing it today okay I had, is Dave back? Yeah, what up? Oh, you are back. Okay. I'm very quiet. I had quiet. a DM from a listener. 
What up? His name is Parm. Hey, sup, Parm? Parm. Like Parm yeah. Um, his at his at is at Parm Verbanes V I R B A I N S. Hmm. And so, I'm only going to um, <coughs> I'm only going to read you his tweet if people can be nice about this. Yes. So he said, "Oh yeah, what up? Can can you talk in your podcast how they got to change up the power play? Jordan Wheel needs to get <sighs> off the power play and give some other guys." some other young guys a chance already i mean palin's on the power play coke is on the power play suzuki's on the power play i'm not sure what he's talking about there so at 9 33 p.m january 6 2020 i tweeted get wheel the hell off that power play holy <laughs> fuck wheel has wheel is fine even strength last season him and armia armia him and armia were tantamount to the power play improving in the last, like, um, two months of yeah. play. And that's a fucking fact. I ran the numbers. I mm -hmm. did it. That was my job. Tonight, and with the players that we have now, you, 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 you gotta do something different. You don't need Wheel to be the hard-nosed guy on that power play. Yeah. Now I have to double check what unit he's on because if he's on the Kotka Niemi and Paling unit, why is he on the Kotka Niemi Paling unit? If that's the case, it just I don't understand it. Now putting Weber and Ilya Kovalchuk on the same unit, perfect. Leave them. Holding my breath. They can trade off their office if they want to because Kovalchuk before Ovechkin. Made it his office. That was Kovalchuk's office. The top of that dot. Granted, of course, that was 15 years ago. But, regardless, you know. Yeah. It was still his thing. And as as noticed today, he came to play and he played well. Yep. I, I only wonder, um, you know, what what's the, the usual adage that they say against Kovalchuk is his speed. If he plays against a team like, well, okay, Toronto is just a faster team, how would that transition? We'll have to see. But I'm not, I'm not, given how he played tonight, I expected, I, I honestly expected less of him. And he proved me wrong, and I'm happy. He proved everybody wrong. Yes. Yep. The, he was, um, yep. everybody was speculating that he'd, he'd, you know, he'd get minimum ice time, just use him on the power play. And like, he was, he played goal, like Beth said. <laughs> he played goalie tonight. Like, yes, he, he was did. In all yep. situations and engaged. And like we said, that stats line from yep. tonight. I mean, it's not going to be like that against every team. No. But considering the age and the speed and, you know, everybody just, not ex like just people were excited because they were thinking oh my god the power play but it's so much more than that apparently yeah he is a more complete player than we thought and um it's amazing too that he didn't have any more success uh with the kings but <clears throat> i don't know a damn thing about the kings like i said well there's remember a, what he said though there's a lot going on with the kings too that's like ooh. yeah so. he's he he refused to talk about what happened over there. Wow. 
that's what he said. He said, I'm not going to talk about what oh, happened over there. Oh, that's right. You're totally right. He was right. asked in Montreal. I forgot all about that. Yeah. And? But I mean... Je suis heureux d'être in Montreal. I was like, oh, aren't you just great? I got it wrong, but yay. <laughs> that's very... Je suis heureuse. Heureuse. Je suis heureuse. Je suis heureuse. Je suis heureuse. Yay. Ladies are heureuse. Yay. Men are heureux. Nailed it. Heureux. Je suis très heureuse d'être ici. Je suis heureuse de um, Voyager à Montréal. Wow. Le, le mois prochain. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Mois prochain. So, okay, next month. Ah! I did it. Yes. Cool. Good job. Good job, Dave. <laughs> Glad to hear it. And, yep, the dueling for Alfie. I don't know. We huh? should um start playing that a bit more, actually. <laughs> I know. Um, no, well, that and... um where exactly we're going to be going yeah for the meetup oh a planning i think you said playing like yeah I really yeah do that's play. what i thought you said too Dueling. oh no, no. P- planning i'm not yeah, we need to we need to plan yeah we'll figure I that mean, out i'm happy with just going to mclean's or yep that's true so there is gonna be a meetup for the happy hour uh listeners are yes. of course invited duh yep. yes and um duh. yeah we'll figure something out and i'm saying this because we only have a few minutes left of the pod to go wow yeah i know right amazing uh wow imagine going a full wow. 60 minutes <laughs> wow. <laughs> They did tonight, honestly. Obviously. Oh, never mind. Well, actually, they played more like 57 minutes, and there's three minutes that were really bad. But that happens to everybody, don't it? I thought you were making a sex joke. No. The Maple Leafs got McDavided tonight. They got got. They got... got, Okay, I can't say that. I called him McKinnon the other night, and nobody corrected me. I didn't notice. I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, because it's like, well, McKinnon probably did good, too, that night. Yeah, exactly. Come to think of it. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so, yeah, we have to figure out all the stuff, too. Because I get there on the Thursday night. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. In time for the Rangers game. So I'm going to try to scam my way into that game somehow. But... Like in plenty of time for the Rangers game, I land at like four. Um, the I think the Tuesday before we get there, it's Coquette's Miami bobblehead night. Oh no! I know. Somebody texted me today, and they're like, "Hey, what day are you going to to Montreal? I think that's when it's bobblehead night for Coquette Miami. It's not. And then, oh my God, the Monday is Paul Byron. Oh, the the tenth. (laughs) The tenth is Paul Byron bobblehead night. How do you know oh. this? Um, I was sent a, um, oh. a screenshot of like the tickets section and right, it showed right, you all right. the promos. Jeff, there's Jeff Petrie bobblehead night. Thomas Tatar bobblehead no? night. Oh, that was tonight. Duh. Um, uh, next Monday is to Thomas Tatar bobblehead night, and then the tenth is Paul Byron bobblehead night. Brian Mudrick you know was all about the bobblehead nights. <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny. We still have to send him a speedo. 
happy oh, hour speeder. Oh, right. Yeah, we got to make remember. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So oh. that's actually something we got to do since we actually had merch uh, with big heads that some people actually purchased. Uh, we got to think about a shop now. Yeah, yeah, and have actual gotta... like all the merch that we've been dreaming about. Yeah, yeah yes, actually talking about. Yeah. 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 We'll we'll get that. I'll I'll take care of that. No problem. <laughs> no, Easy. I can I can put some feelers out. I have Easy peasy beautiful Dave website guy. It yeah. rhymes in my head. Good job, Dave. I did it. Yeah. So no more big heads. No more mm -hmm. big heads. Just us for now. No no more gambling. The only ads. ads yeah, no more gambling ads. No more manscaped, no manscaped ads. ads. Which were totally appropriate. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, Christ, I gotta say this. I mean, you will have ads. you will have anchor ads. Yes. Which are yeah. more playful. I like those. They're fun. Yeah. They are fun. Anyway, um, that's it. Actually, we're done. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Go Habs. Go. Go Habs. Go. 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 Uh, go. Habs, go. 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 Yeah. Michigan. Do it. Detroit. Detroit. Yeah, the first back-to-back, -back, the first back-to-back -back of the month, of the decade, of the decade, and uh, we've uh, yet to win a game this decade. Awesome times had by all. It's January sixth, sixth. <laughs> yup, and uh, we are. Uh, what's the word? One, two, three, four. We're zero and four in the new decade. Uh, oh, three and one. I'm so three sorry. And one. If you don't mind. Um, okay, so that's starting to um, fade out. So, bye. Bye.